And welcome once again to another edition of Mets at the Movies, the podcast that talks about movies from celluloid to digital and everything in between. And on today's episode, I thought I'd go back in my Blu-ray collection and find a movie that I haven't seen in a while, but uh, I still love and I still like a lot. It's not that old. It came out in 2014, and it's The 100-Foot Journey. So on episode number 18, that's what we're going to be talking about. Now, when I first saw this film... The reason why I, why I watched it was because I was trying to watch as many films nominated for for Oscars that, that, that year. Now, it wasn't nominated for an Oscar, but it uh, was on some lists for a couple of, uh, you know, scores and potentially an acting knob, maybe a writing knob, something. It wasn't huge on the list, but it was on there. So I thought I'd watch it just in case it did get nominated. And I found myself really loving the film. It's not everybody's cup of tea. It's a very optimistic film. Uh, there's not, you know, there's one or two scenes of, of hardships, but overall, it's it's a very positive film. It's a very up. It's a more upbeat film. It's it's a more um, fantasy film. Not fantasy as in like fa- fantasy sci-fi fantasy. More of like picturesque, beautiful um, small town fa- fantasies, and. Rewatching it, I found that I still really enjoyed it, even though you know this is four years old now. I've 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 found myself still enjoying it a lot and still still having a lot of fun watching it and loving the characters and everything. Now the movie tells the story of a family who has to leave India um, because of their political con- of because of their political connections, and they end up running to Europe where they start their own restaurant and one of the and the uh, one of one of the sons ends up becoming one of the biggest chefs in the world. Now the movie starts in the markets of Mumbai and you see a young Hassan that's the lead char- character's name his name is Hassan and him and his mother are trying to follow um, this vendor who's walking around who's who's deli- who's about, about to deliver some some Seafood, sea, sea orchid, sea orchids, orchids, orchids. I think um, to one of his vendors, and it's one of the most popular stops in the entire market. Like everybody is loving it. But the reason why Hassan and his mother gets to buy the first ones is because the owner notices that Hassan really takes an interest in it, in smelling it, tasting it, looking at it, feeling at it, understanding the romance the culture the um the special bond that you have when you're cooking and making food and the owner sees this and decides you know what i'll sell i'll sell my first ones once to you and this is the first instant where you see this this young boy's kind of talent for food and really start start to grow and then we end up switching to them at the border um trying to leave London because um, they just don't like they've lived in London for a year they're just not not a fan of it so they're trying to leave and go to other places in Europe and this is where we find out kind of what happened where back in uh, India in Mumbai they had a pretty pretty popular restaurant and one of the I think the president um, of the city or the mayor the mayor of the city I think who's recently elected is there at their restaurant having dinner but unfortunately the opposition party ends up breaking in and destroying everything and this is where we also find out that 
Hassan's mother. This is where she dies. Uh, but but prior to that, we see a scene between the two of them where she kind of explains the meaning of of of, of cooking and why it's more than just throwing some th- things together and and eating it. Um, so unfortunately, we see that this is where she dies. Um, we see the rest of the fa- fa- family. We also meet the head of the family, who's basically known as Papa through the whole film. And he's he's portrayed by um, Om Puri, who is a huge um, Indian and Bollywood star who's been in many films. And this is where we meet today's Hassan, who's also played by um, Manish Dali, who is not a huge name at this point. I went through his IMDb, and he's not the biggest name, but he but he's really good in this. Um, and I'm surprised he wasn't picked up for other things. It it it, it almost looked like, um, it almost looked like it could have been like a Dev Patel thing, where he comes out of nowhere, does Slumdog Millionaire, and then breaks into it. But Manesh has, hasn't really been in a lot of big things. He's been in some things, but he just hasn't broken out as much as as, as I think uh, Dev has from his, from his his kind of North American version of a Bollywood film. So they finally get out of London and they're traveling around Europe. And all of a sudden, out of nowhere, their car breaks down. They their brakes break, and they find themselves just outside of a city in southern France. Um, known as Saint Anthony no- Nobel Vell. Again, my French isn't very good, so if I pronounce some things wrong, I I do apologize. And this is where they get frustrated. They're the 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 family. There's Papa, Hassan, um, the oldest son, oldest daughter, and then they've got two young, and then they've got a two uh, young ones, a boy and a girl. So it's the six of them in the small small place. And they're kind of fed up. And first off, this is where you get to meet Marguerite, played by Canada's own, born in Montreal, Quebec, Charlotte Lebon. Most people don't know her. Uh, if you're from Quebec, you prob- probably know her a lot. Um, but after this, she ended up getting a big role in Robert Zemeckis's The Walk, about the guy who walked walk, walked across the Twin Towers. So that was so. Th- so this was one one of her big roles to really introduce. Deucer, very be- beautiful woman, um, very talented as well. Um, I wish we'd see her in more in more things. I'd like to see her in more things. And she comes in and she ends up saving the day. Now, right away, you end up getting introduced to this again, almost fantasy like world where the city they're in, the countryside, it's so beautiful. It's incredible just how this place looks. Coming from somebody who lives just outside of Toronto, I'm used to, you know, either farmlands or big big cities. And to see these countryside, these um, little country towns uh, nestled against mountains and forests um, and lakes, it's, it's incredible. It gave me a sense of, of almost like what uh, this pa- past year's um, Call Me By Your Name was, because Call Me By, By Your Name was set in this beautiful part of Italy that almost looked like it, was, it, was, it wasn't real. And you get that same sense here as well, where the city and everything doesn't feel real. And this is also where we're introduced to the new... Um, well, they're, they're, they're getting towed into town, and Papa sees this building that he just falls in love with and then he ends up buying it 
and he turns it into the Maison Mumbai because they want to start an Indian restaurant here. But unfortunately, like the rest of his family are saying like, no, like the French have their own food. They don't care about Indian food and everything. And, you know, they don't want our our flavors, our spices. Why why would they want our, our, our things when they have their own? And you start to see that food in this movie is takes the place of basically race race relations of this film where you've got this outside outside family who's not there trying to introduce themselves and there's pushback from the town and that's what this movie is this this movie is essentially about race relations all set through through food which i think is a very which i think is a, is an interesting way to talk about race relations is using is you using the food as an example it's 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 not as harsh as other movies but it still introduces the point and for younger viewers um who may want to understand this a little bit more it's a great introduction about race relations for them as well and we see that papa's very stringent very very not not stringent. That's not a word. He's very determined that th- th- this is the place that he wants to go, even though the rest of his family says says no. And during this, we're also a- introduced to Madame Mallory, who's played by Helen Mirren, and she runs the restaurant basically across the street. Um, La Salle Plier. Again, I'm pronouncing that wrong. I'm, I'm probably it's it's French for the uh, Whispering Willow, and she's. She represents the opposite of what this family represents. She's high class. She has um, people from the French government come come and dine. She has a Michelin star. That's a huge focus in this movie is the Michelin star star system. And the Michelin star system is essentially a rating system for restaurants, mainly in Europe. It, it started in Europe and then it spread to other parts. Um, there's a great documentary called... Um, um, Euro Dreams of Sushi about the first sushi restaurant um, to ever get three Michelin stars in uh, Japan. It's a great documentary if you're ever in- interested in knowing more about the Michelin star star system. Watch that for sure. And there's a lot of Netflix st- stuff now about it as well. But essentially, the Michelin star system is um, if you have one star, um, people from all over your country come and visit if you're if you have two michelin stars people from all over your continent come and visit and if you have three michelin stars people from all over the world want to come and visit um and that's a basic sense of this of this program and the michelin system is very secretive Nobody knows who who the reviewers are. They never call ahead. They never book. So any restaurant, any day of the week, any time of the year could have a Michelin um, reviewer in there and have no idea. And the Michelin system is a huge crux in this movie because Madame Mallory runs a re- restaurant that is a one Michelin star. And her goal is to try and get another Michelin star. That's her goal. She's had one Michelin star for, I think it was like 30 years. She's had this restaurant and she's had one Michelin star and she can't get to number two. But all of a sudden this loud, um, kind of garish, um, over the top 
restaurant moves in next door and it's and it's this fam- and it's it's our indian family and it's it's a culture clash because they're very loud their spices are are very vibrant um very fiery they use heat for a lot lo- lo- lot of things and it's an a- interesting taste and papa says something earlier on that resonates a lot throughout the whole film where everyone says, you know, French people don't want to eat our food because they have their own food. Why would they want our food? They're, they're not going to come. And Papa says, well, they don't want our food because they've never had it. Because there's nobody like my, there, there has been nobody like my son Hassan here to cook it for them. And that's where we see the trust that Papa has in Hassan, where he knows he's, his son is gifted. And his son Hassan Hassan learned all about the love of cooking from his mother. Uh, but unfortunately, she died, so now he has to kind of learn on his own. And the rest of the film splits into about two stories, where you've got the one story with Hassan, who's, who's trying to learn French cuisine, and he's getting help from Marguerite, and their, and their relationship, relationship starts to blossom a little bit. It builds... It builds, and uh, and you can see a romance going on there as well. And then there's also this opposite storyline between Papa and Madame Mallory, where he's he's trying to introduce something new, and she's stuck in the old ways. And it builds, and it builds, and it builds. So their relate their relationship starts to build and get worse and worse and worse and worse and worse, to the point where uh, some of Madame Mallory's cooks end up. Well, one in particular gets some of his friends, and they end up vandalizing the Mumbai or Maison Mumbai, and starts a fire. And during that fire, Hassan gets his hands burned, which is his lifeblood, which is what he wants to do. And then the other story, as it builds up, is as I said, is Hassan and Marguerite, basically Marguerite teaching him about. French French cuisine, so she ends up t- t- taking the place of his mother in some respects um, to teach him s- s- something new because she understands the relationship that a chef and the food has, and how and how important food can be, not just for for eating but for memories. And that's again one of the big things about this film is food giving you the ability to remember th- to remember parts of your life whether it be good or bad remember parts of your home and that comes into play very heavily a little later on and then all of a sudden when this fire happens and Hassan burns his hand this is where Madame Mallory starts to realize okay maybe I've pushed things a little bit too far um, and then she starts kind of working with Papa and building their friendship a little bit, building their relationship for the second half half of the film. But at the same time, Hassan decides to take the position, take a position at the restaurant across the street, Madame Mallory's restaurant, because, you know, he knows that she could give him the next step of his training. But the only problem is... Marguerite feels like Hassan was doing this this whole time and getting to know her just to get into this restaurant. Because Marguerite mentions earlier on that when chefs come to apply at, at uh, Madame Mallory's restaurant, they don't sit down for an interview. Mal- Madame Mallory has them, has them make her an omelet. And after one bite, she decides to 
um, whether you have the gift or you don't. And later on in the film, after his hands are burned, Hassan gets Madame Mallory's help to make her an omelet, and she ends up loving it um, to the point where her, her breath is taken away. And she decides to take him on. But the only problem is Marguerite, Marguerite sees this as, well, were you, you know, were you friendly with me this whole time because you were trying to just move in on here and take my job? So right when their relationship starts to turn into a relationship of enemies now where each of them is battling against each other to try and become the become a big chef, this is where Papa and Madame Mallory's relationship starts to grow and become closer and closer and closer. So it's a so it's an interesting kind of flip on um, on the on on the relationship. So so you see, you know, the two types of relationships during the first half, and then the two types during the second half of the film. What I also thought was very interesting during during this as well, and it's very prevalent in the relationship between Madame Mallory and and Papa's. And I don't think they pur- purposely did it, um, but I found it interesting that rather than hiring a French actress to play Madame Mallory, they ended up hiring Helen Mirren, who can speak French and knows a lot about French cult- culture. But I thought it was interesting of hiring a British actress to play this. And in addition to race relations with the food, also also kind of showing the relationship between um, England and India throughout, because they've had a long history with a lot of of bad things happening to them. And things are only starting to get better now after, you know, decades and decades of horrible abuse. So that was probably something that wasn't seen but I found it interesting that by hiring a British actress over a French actress to play a French role, you kind of were able to see because let's face it, Helen Mirren is a fantastic actress. But when you but, but when Helen Mirren is on is is on, especially in a role like this, um, you see Helen Mirren as well. So I thought it was just interesting between the British and Indian relate relationship in this as well during it, even though it was a French, even though it was set in France and it was a French char- character it still mirrored a lot of the English and French re- relations as well. Um, and it was all played up through food as well in, 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 the, in this too. So as I said, as Marguerite and, and Hassan were kind of falling, you know, they, they, they were getting angry with each other. This is where Papa and Madame Mallory were starting to build a, a growing friendship. And it builds to the point where Hassan ends up becoming not not named head chef, but he's chosen to make the dish. He's chosen to make more dishes, and in and in one scene during I think it's during a celebration. No, it was during a visit of. Um, I don't believe it was the president of France, but it was one of like his cabinet ministers, I believe, where everybody was focused on him we see a reviewer eat and start taking notes. And that's our sense of, okay, this guy's a Michelin rating system. He, or he's a Michelin um, reviewer. And what ends up happening is because of the infusion of Hassan's 
Indian spices and culture and, and, and mixtures building with French food and, and spices and culture, they ended up getting their second Michelin star. Now, because of this, and because of how important the Michelin star system is in Europe, everybody, Marguerite says, says to Hassan, like, you're now going to be taken by the gods. He is a chef who came into a restaurant and within a year, bumped them up to a two Michelin star, bumped them up by one star. So everybody is now going to be looking at this guy as like the next coming. Everybody's going to, every restaurant is going to want him because he's a chef who was able to jump a restaurant up to another Michelin star rating system or rating. So he ends up going to Paris where he's taken in by this new, by this restaurant. I can't remember the name of the restaurant, but their whole thing was they look at cooking as not only an emotional experience, but also um, a scientific experience. So they cook with, you know, dry ice, um, a lot of infusion, innovations, and things like this. And because of the innovation of, of Indian food into their food, he becomes a huge star in Paris and, and throughout Europe. He becomes famous. He gets on magazines. Um, people are ta- talking about him on, on TV shows and reviewers, and, and they're thinking that because of this guy, because of Assam, this restaurant is going to get its third Michelin star. But as he's becoming bigger, you can see, and, he's, and, and he sees that, he's, that the relationship and the love a food he once had isn't there because he left his family. And that was one of the reasons why he loved, he loved cooking because it is connection to his family because his mother showed him how to cook and what to do and how to really experience the flavor and, and, and everything. And he's been ta- ta- taken away. So part of the love that he has for cooking is gone. Except, but one scene happens. It's a beautiful. It's a beautiful scene where he's alone in the restaurant and he notices one person is le- is left over in the kitchen, and it's one of the other. I think it's one of the the other chefs. Um, they never really show who he is, but I think he's one of the other chefs, and he's eating tra- traditional Indian food, and he offers some to Hassan, and Hassan starts eating it and because it's traditional Indian food it reminds him of home and it reminds him that this isn't where he's supposed to be he's supposed to be back at home with his family and it's a beautiful scene he starts crying in emotion and what I like about, about the scene as well is the other person is because of the other actor again I don't know his name I he this is his only scene he's got a couple words but what I love about the scene is even though Hassan is, is crying, he's eating, he's remembering all these things, most of the times you would see in movies or things like this, the other person saying things like, are you all right? Are you okay? You're crying? Is everything, you know, is, is, is all that? But he keeps ta- talking about how his wife made this film. They get the spices mailed f- from home. Every bite reminds him of a home. So the other actor understands the relationship that Hassan has with food and his home and goes with it and helps build it. And that's what I love about that scene in the film. Again, it's a beautiful it's a beautiful scene. And then we find that Hassan finally decides, you know what, this is where he wants to be. And he goes back and he ends up meeting up with Marguerite and Madame Mallory and they come up with this proposal 
where he is going to take over the restaurant and partner with Marguerite, who they finally decided, you know what, um, they're going to be together after this whole, we can't be together, but now you're my enemy. So this, this kind of light back and forth. Um, and it culminates in a scene where um, the, the family, Papa and his kids, are brought, are brought over during a special dinner. And at this point, they don't know Hassan is back. And Madame Ma- Mallory explains that this meal was created by my two special chefs. Marguerite comes out, and this is where Hassan comes out and his family hasn't seen him for a year and it's a very emotional scene between him and him and papa again another very emotional scene because this whole this whole movie is about family um and accepting um who your family are really growing with their help and the whole you 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 realize that he doesn't care about michelin stars as much as most people do he cares about his his family to the point where he even gets a call from the michelin people and his father goes you know answer it answer it. we got to find out we got we got to find out and we're all thinking that he's going to get his third michelin star but he decides he doesn't want to answer it because he doesn't care about that because he wants to be here with his family and if he's going to get a third michelin star he wants it to be at the restaurant la salle plier he wants to get the third star there, and and that's essentially where it ends. And it's a very again, it's a very positive film. It's a very upbeat, beat, beat, beat film. I really enjoyed it. I thought it was a great film. A lot of, you know, it it was only made for about twenty two million dollars, but it ended up grossing at the box office eighty eight million dollars, almost eighty nine million dollars. So it was considered a hit. And. Unfortunately, it did get generally positive reviews, but there were a lot of reviewers who said that it was bland, it was predictable, it was emotionally manipulative, and yes, it it, it was, but sometimes a movie can be those, and that's what I've started to realize a lot more, uh, more lately, is not every movie has to get dark at times and get serious at times that sometimes a film can be upbeat and positive throughout the entire entire film and really only one scene happened that was a horrible scene but they build from it and and that's okay because that's not what the story was about the story wasn't about the this family overcoming odds and starting a restaurant in France um, even though the, the town hated them. And it, that, that's not what this film was, was about. The film was about understanding that even though they're from India and they're in France now, home is where your family is, which, you know, home is where the heart is and home is where your, your family is. And growing as an individual and taking new ideas and accepting new ideas from other people and other cultures and knowing that when you when you accept other people and other cultures and you take some of what their experiences are and you meld it with your experiences, something amazing can happen. And that's what I love about this film. And it's all told and it's all told through through food. And I love watching again documentaries and things like that and movies on on food that are very heavy with food. Um, 
Chef is one of my favorite movies of the last few years as well. I've watched it multiple times. I'm going to do an episode on it at one, at one point, but I'm, I'm going to give it some time. But this film, it's it's great. It's it's really positive. I love it. The soundtrack to this film is incredible as well. The soundtrack is beautiful. It's so beautiful. And I did not know this, but I ended up finding out that A.R. Rahman composed the film. He took some time out of his work with Danny Boyle, and he ended up doing the music to this. And when I found that out and I started listening to the soundtrack, I was like, this guy still can nail it. Uh, And the soundtrack is so beautiful. One of the other interesting things is this was actually made based off of a 2010 novel as well. So so even the book isn't that old. Um, But two of the producers on the film were Oprah and Steven Spielberg, which some people may may find uh, surprising. And one thing that I was surprised as well when I was watching the behind, behind, behind the scenes is just how much this film was special effects because Madame Mallory's restaurant didn't exist. It didn't exist. But by watching this film, you would 100% believe that they built this restaurant across the street from this farmhouse, that it was 100% real. And this is a perfect example of when people say CG is ruining films, and it's not. It's bad CG is ruining films. I've seen this movie three times, and I had no idea that the... That Mallory, that Madame Mallory's restaurant was was fake. That it was it was it was blue screen. I had no idea. It was incredible. This it's so well done. Parts of the scene when he was wah, wah, walking through Paris, I thought were real as well, but just really good camera work. No, it was CG as well. This movie has some surprisingly incredible CG that doesn't take you out of the film and allows you to believe it's real. And that's what good CG does. What I also found really interesting about this film was a lot of the food that was in the the movie was real food. They had chefs from India and France on set as consultants, and they were also preparing the food. Knowing what shot was going to be filmed that day, these chefs would prepare the food ahead of time. So a lot of the food was real food, um, prepared very well than what you would actually see in most restaurants. But just imagine being on that set and all that food be, be, being real. That would be that would be hard to do. I couldn't believe this. And what was also interesting about about this film, and similar to the C- CG, is this film was specifically designed to look very traditionally French, so that way. You you couldn't you would you couldn't tell what era this film was was made made in. It could have been made or it, it could have taken place. Sorry, in the two thousands, nineteen nineties, eighties, seventies, sixties, fifty four. You couldn't tell. There were some thi- there were some there were some things here there you know cars and and everything like that. But they were they were only used sparingly in the background for specific things to give the sense of a realistic traditional French countryside. And it worked really well. And one of the also things I found uh, pretty pretty cool was one of the special features on the Blu-ray has um, a certified Indian chef uh, showing you how to cook coconut chicken. 
Um, it tells you all the spices you use, how to make it, what to do. It's it's pretty interesting that one night I might throw, throw it on and I actually might try and make this. Um, but... I, but I love this film. I, I really enjoyed going back to it. Um, I was hoping that I wouldn't get, um, that I wouldn't have that kind of feeling where going back to a film, you know, the first time you see a film is a special moment for film, film fans. When you film fans, when you first see a movie and you come out of it and thinking, I loved that film, that's a special moment. And a lot of times it's hard to live up to that moment as well but I'm happy that this movie was still still as good and still as enjoyable as when I originally watched it so if you get the chance it's a surprisingly long film um, I think it's over two hours long it's a little over two hours long it's, a, it's surprisingly long but it doesn't feel like it drags at all which is great as well um, which is a good story um, but if you ever get the chance i highly recommend especially if you love food and you love um european culture and and indian culture this is definitely a film to check out again it's the 100 foot journey came out in 2014 i would i definitely recommend it and that is episode number 18 and uh we're coming up to the big episode 20 hopefully if everything works out i got a special um plan i have a special guest hopefully coming in for that for that one if everything works out um so it should be good so for everybody out there i will see you at the next screening